This is the Australia Report with Vic Aladev. Good day, mate. Vic Aladev, a very, very good morning to you. How are you? Good morning, Howard. I'm very well, thank you. I hope everybody uh, fasted well. Uh, indeed, well, uh, never easy, but uh, anyway, it's over, it's done, and and of course that was that was the important thing. Now we're enjoying a Sukkot, the uh, at, uh, but but talking about Yom Kippur, there was a spate of hate uh, over over the uh, over this holiday in Australia. Tell us about it. So yes, there was, and uh, quite a number of incidents occurred, connected or unconnected. Uh, who knows? And they range from a, a motorist uh, spotted a car driving in the heart of city of Sydney with a n- neo-Nazi or Nazi number plate. And uh, it stated, uh, obviously front and back, uh, the registration number, uh, 88 and then the word S-I-E-G in caps. Now, obviously, 88, the eighth letter of the alphabet is H. So, 88 is, uh, means HH, which means Heil Hitler. Right. And Sieg, got these from Sieg Heil, uh, which obviously meant victory, uh, the Nazi uh, slogan. And so, that, and that was the number plate on a car driving in the, in the heart of Sydney. This is on the eve of, of Yom Kippur. And uh, the good news is that this was reported by a vigilant motorist, took a photograph, uh, was quick enough to get a photograph of the reg- registration number. It was reported to the New South Wales Police, who instructed the Transport Authority in the state of New South Wales to deregister that number plate, which they did within 12 hours. So, very quick response, and uh, obviously an encouraging response. And a message went out subsequently, so I've, I've learned, to state transport authorities around the country to alert them to this sort of number plate. Because the, the likelihood is the person on the other side of the counter wouldn't have had a clue what 88 men, meant or what SIEG meant. Right. So, so the message has gone around to the state transport authorities right around the country, uh, as, as well as to excuse me, as well as to, you know, uh, police um, around the country about this sort of thing. Then, in addition to that, uh, eastern suburbs, as listeners no doubt know, is where the bulk of the Jewish community is in this, in Sydney. And uh, there was a spate of anti-Semitic uh, graffiti, swastikas, etc., in the eastern suburbs. And then at the same time, uh, down in Melbourne, um, anti-Semitic graffiti again sprawled in multiple places. Uh, one, for example, which COVID is a Jew, close quote. And this was uh, also, at the set, all, all of this happened in and around Yom Kippur. So pretty disturbing. And But what it has led to is that uh, the, the Minister for Transport in the Parliament gave a speech about uh, focusing on that registration number and said that it's it's not good enough, you know, for transport authorities to issue such number plates, that we have to crack down on this, be vigilant, etc. And in addition to that, the Executive Council of Australian Jury, which is our national representative uh, community body, has is is launching, is is initiating a national anti-Semitism education program across Australian schools. And so this latest uh, spate 
has basically given this further um, uh, uh, not in, incentive mm, mm. to expedite this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So pretty concerning, um, and I guess the, and the good news is you know the appropriate response and quick response from from uh, the authorities. I just keep wondering why this is a thing. Why is there this? I mean, is, is has the research been done? to look at what this is really about? So, interesting question, because it, just in the recent weeks and months, uh, a major survey was done of university students, and it was conducted by two bodies, Orgis, which is our equivalent to South Africa's Sorgis, and the Zionist Federation of Australia. And they did a massive survey across uh, a significant number of, of Jewish university students, and the results were unbelievably disturbing about about the percentage of Jewish students who will wear a, will wear a, a baseball cap over their kippah and who won't acknowledge, not, not won't acknowledge, but won't advertise, if I can use that word, the fact that they are Jewish when they're just walking around university campus. And the fact that they are, if incidents occur, uh, they will think many, not everyone obviously, mm. think twice about reporting it because of repercussions in the classroom, etc. And so very disturbing responses to the survey, at, at this, and this is at a university student level. So why is it happening? Uh, I guess that's the, that's the open-ended question yeah, you know, yeah. uh, that we deal with. Incredible. Day in and day out. Yeah. The uh, a UN official accused of anti-Semitic remarks is to address the National Press Club. Well, this won't help. So we have in this country called the National Press Club, which is a prestigious institution, and uh, it meets in Canberra, which is the nation's capital. And 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 people of repute and standing are invited to address it. So coming up in just a few days' time, a speaker, her name is Francesca Albanese. Her title is UN Special Rapporteur for Palestinian Human Rights. Nothing wrong necessarily per se. Mm. However, her history that she has compared Gaza to the Warsaw Ghetto, claimed that America has been subjugated by the Jewish lobby, compared the Palestinian plight in 1948 to the Holocaust, you know, and so on and so on. And this is, so she has a horrendous history. And so, and now she's been invited to speak at the National Press Club. And and uh, obviously, not obviously, but uh, some of the Jewish leadership has pointed out that, that this is disappointing. The response from the CEO of the National Press Club is that the club has been going for 60 years. The club has never had to censor speeches or speakers. The speakers will speak for half an hour and there'll be half an hour for Q&A. So, and therefore, you know, anyone's invited. Now, the, the organization which has invited this person into the country is an organization called the Australian-Palestinian Advocacy Network. And it is a lobby group for Palestinian cause. Um, and so uh, it is yeah, it is of concern that someone with this history will be speaking. And one hopes that the media, which is present, it is the National Press Club, after all, will challenge her on these sorts of, on, on her history 
of, of, uh, of remarks which he is reported yeah. to have well, Which is obviously the important thing, that, uh, that people actually do challenge it and don't just, you know, unfortunately exactly. what we see here in South Africa is our press are sometimes just a little bit timid. So, you know, we'll have statements being made and people just write those statements down. Uh, they they ba- basically become uh, transcripts rather than asking those difficult questions. I hope and would assume it would be a little bit different there. Uh, we've only got uh, really about a minute, but a landmark anti-Semitism court case sets the national precedent. So very quickly, we reported a couple of weeks ago that five former students had taken the state of Victoria, where Melbourne is, and the a school for allowing, enabling five, six years of anti-Semitic abuse to their schools at this government school in Melbourne. Unprecedented response by the Supreme Court, where where uh, $450,000 uh, compensation awarded to the students and in a 400-page judgment by the judge. So the issue was taken very seriously. The good news is is that it's, it has put state education departments around the country on notice that you cannot continue to allow this or you cannot allow this to happen without, without, uh, with impunity. And so that's the good news. It is, it, it, and the implications of this win, this victory in the courts, has gone right around the country, uh, as I say, putting state education departments and schools on notice that this is something which the Supreme Court of this country does take seriously. And uh, that is where we leave it. Vic Aladev, thank you as always. That was the Australia Report with Vic Aladev, who's the former CEO of the New South Wales Jewish Board of Deputies. It's 7 o'clock.